there, Java junkies. Happy New Year. Hope you had a fantastic holiday break. And I want to wish each and every one of you an incredible 2019. And I hope that you'll be able to take your mental and your physical health to the next level. And of course, your energy too, so that you can become the best version of you this year. And if you need some extra inspiration to kickstart your new health regime, your exercise and nutrition, getting more sleep, and maybe some meditation, which I highly recommend, you are welcome to check out the Wellness, Health, and Self-Care section of T4C. You can find it on our homepage at Time the number 4coffee.org. Just scroll down until you see all the boxes showcasing various professions and go to the bottom and you'll see wellness, health, and self-care, where we've organized all the episodes we've done with the experts in that space and they're just waiting for you to listen to them. In the spirit of the new year, I have an exciting new promotion to offer Java Junkies, especially those of you who are still in college. For the very first 100 people who email me, I will send you a mini version of our very first T4C ebook called Spilling the Beans. It features five amazing T4C guests. If you're already a T4C fan, then you know that one of the very last questions I try to ask almost all my guests is if you could go back to college and do it all over again, but based on the wisdom you have now, what advice would you give yourself? Well, unless you're a diehard fan, and I hope you are, and plan to listen to each of the dozens and dozens of interviews I've done to date, I thought it would be really useful to college students, those in school right now, to have the answers to that question from a wide range of T4C guests all in one place. And so we've done just that. We've done the hard work for you. And so all you have to do is send me an email to Andrea at time, the number four coffee.org and say, I'd love a copy of the mini version of Spilling the Beans. I'd also love to know how you learned about the T4C podcast and what professionals or professions you'd like me to feature on a future episode. This promotion is going to run until we've heard from a hundred Java junkies. So make sure to email me as soon as possible. What a great way to start the spring semester with the wisdom from five T4C guests as to what they'd be doing, what they'd be studying, what they'd be experiencing in terms of the extracurriculars, the clubs, the fraternities or sororities or whatever it is, if they could go back to college and do it all over again. Just shoot me an email at Andrea at time the number four coffee.org and we will send you a copy for free. And before we start today's show, I just want to say how incredibly grateful I am to have the opportunity to do what I do. I am so grateful to know that T4C is helping so many young people get a jumpstart on creating the kind of careers they want to have. So thank you from the bottom of my coffee cup for listening to T4C, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi there, I'm Andrea Koppel. 
and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. What is up? How are things? I am still nursing my second Gibraltar with unsweetened almond milk from my wonderful neighborhood coffee bar, Dolceza, and I am definitely caffeinated, maybe even teetering on the brink of being over-caffeinated. Say it isn't so. It is. Anyway, I hope you are pleasantly buzzed because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my guest today could change your day, dare I say, your work life for the better. She has certainly brought a ray of sunshine into mine. Ladan Davia is the CEO and founder of BIA, that's B. E-E-Y-A. It's a meta search engine and employee matching platform that has partnerships with companies including ZipRecruiter, Indeed, and Next. Prior to founding BIA, Miss Davia worked at Entertainment Tonight, where she was pursuing her career as an on-camera host. She was also the founder and president of Accelerate Test Prep, a business she started in college, aimed at helping other students improve their scores on the SAT and ACT. Ladan, welcome to T for C, my friend. How are you? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. What an introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I should also tell our Java junkies that it is about 7.15 a.m. in California, where you are now. And so when I say, are you caffeinated and ready to go, what's your answer? Definitely. I have to be. (laughs) (laughs) And you've been up since 5.30. So, oh my goodness, what a rock star. Ladan, we are going to jump right into the time for coffee espresso shots. So first espresso shot. What entry-level jobs are available to young people who want to become entrepreneurs? I tell people this and they disagree with me, but I am a firm believer that if you have the opportunity to shadow a CEO, a president, a vice president, or maybe being an assistant, maybe being an assistant's assistant, I actually think that is the best way to really begin to learn about entrepreneurship because you're able to see what the boss of that business is doing every single day. You can work in another department, but you won't be able to see the interactions that person does. So I think that is the best entry level job if you can get in. And maybe that's even an internship, interning for that person, shadowing whatever it takes to just be around that person and learn from them. Wonderful. And what about at BIA? What are the entry level jobs? At BIA, we actually have a few entry-level jobs. We're looking for someone to essentially shadow and help our head of marketing. Same situation with business development. And I've been approached by several students when I do talks at schools that I think are incredible and so hungry to learn. And they intern for me directly. Same thing that I kind of just said, you know, they're really interested in entrepreneurship. They want to start their own business. They don't know how, and they're willing to do whatever they can intern for me. And I'm always willing to take someone with me throughout the day and just take them to my meetings and teach them whatever I know. What about a useful skill or skills that you look for in the people that you hire at BIA? 
I look for passion number one, because you can be a Harvard graduate with all these credentials. But if you want to work for BIA and you don't care about our mission statement, it doesn't really matter to me how smart you are. I don't like that. I want someone there who's passionate about what we're doing and, and wants to help people. Number two is creativity and thirst to learn. I think that skills can be taught. If you have a good personality and you're willing to do whatever it takes, I love that. So I think those two are the top two qualities I look for in anyone, except I will say engineering. (laughs) I don't care how good your personality is. If you don't know how to do the work, that's the one thing that you can't kind of learn. Yeah, You got to know it before you come in. (laughs) I am with you. What about someone's major, Ladan, is that, do you think, a deciding factor to break into entrepreneurship? In other words, if they haven't studied fill in the blank, do you think that could be a deal breaker? Absolutely not. I think you can be any major and start a business because look at all the businesses out there. I mean, people were working in that field and then had a better idea and created it. For me, I was a broadcast journalist major and political science major. I wanted to be a hard news reporter. That has nothing to do with entrepreneurship, certainly nothing to do with (laughs) technology. And here I am. So I think that it doesn't matter what you major in as long as you are hungry and willing to put in the work. I don't even think you need to go to college to start a business. I know there are others who subscribe to that way of thinking. Gary Vaynerchuk of Vaynerchuk Media Conglomerate is also very big on the fact that he thinks it is not worth spending tens of thousands of dollars to get a degree if you want to be an entrepreneur. So, But I will say I don't agree with that because I still do think you should go to college. And the reason I think that is because it educates you in a different way as well. It teaches you how to deal with people. It teaches you about other cultures and religions and people. And I think that is extremely important for anything you do. So I do think everyone should go to college just for the experience of transitioning from a teenager into a young adult. I think it's super important. But yeah, in the sense of starting a business and being an entrepreneur, no, of course you don't need to. So Ladan, I know you don't have a graduate degree, or maybe you will at some point, but how important do you think having that advanced degree is in order to succeed in this field? I personally don't know because I don't have one. I always wanted to get one. But by the time I wanted to go back to school and get one, I was already so in the depths of BIA. So it would have taken away from BIA to go back to school and get that graduate degree. So I didn't do it. But again, I don't think you need a graduate degree to know how to run a business. I think that you should earn a graduate degree just by running a business because you're doing it every day. You're creating a product, you're interacting with customers, you're writing business plans, you're doing your own marketing. I mean, all of that is what they teach you in business school. And and if you're doing it every day, I don't really see why you need the degree. What about life experiences? What do you think 
are the most useful ones for someone who wants to be an entrepreneur? I think that utilizing your network is everything. And that comes from a life skill of just being kind and getting to know people and meeting as many people as you can. So people always say, well, what is my network? I don't have a network, but that's not true. Everyone has a network. It can be someone you went to high school with or a friend's parent or an old teacher. Everyone you meet is in your network. And I think if you are a good person and you give back to people selflessly and you don't expect anything back, one day people remember that and then they'll want to do something for you later on. So I think just giving back and meeting as many people as you can. I love the idea of showcasing kindness as a life experience. And it's certainly something that can be practiced from a very young age. I definitely agree. And I'm lobbing one up to you right now. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) You're ready? (laughs) What is the best part for you, Ladan, of being an entrepreneur in the tech space? I think, oh, there's so many things. I think honestly, just the people I meet every day. I was going to say how much I've learned from being in the tech space since I wasn't before and being able to create a product just from a computer. I think that's crazy. (laughs) What we're able to do with technology now is so insane and, and amazing. But I think my favorite part has to be the people. I've met so many different kinds of people. We've helped so many different kids get jobs. And maybe the kids that don't want to go to college, they don't know what to do. Bia helps them find a job and in a career, not just a job. I love that. Or maybe it's, I had a 14 year old. She wants to be an entrepreneur and I was the first entrepreneur she's ever met. And so I had her come intern for me and she wrote me this long letter about how I changed her life and made such a difference in the way she thinks and her career path. And that to me, I think will always be my favorite moment because I think being an entrepreneur in the tech space, you're able to influence so many people you don't even necessarily get to meet because it's all online. So I can only imagine how many people that use Bia that I don't personally know that I wish I could talk to. And I think, yeah, I think it's just the people. Oh my goodness. That like got me choked up hearing it. That's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I mean it. Okay. So now I want you to like help me recover here. (laughs) What is the part of your current job as CEO of Bia that sucks the most? you know, the work, (laughs) I mean, the hours, it's really hard. People, when I started this, I don't think I even knew how much work it was going to take. It doesn't necessarily feel like it because I genuinely like it. But yeah, I think in every stage of your life, it's a transition. You know, I have a cousin who's going to college next week and I was telling her the same thing. When you leave high school, you enter the next phase of your life. When you leave college, you enter the next phase of your life. When I started BIA, I was leaving behind the carefree college days to my real life and the work it was going to take to make a business run. And I lost a lot of friends doing that. They didn't understand you have to make difficult choices. But at the end of the day, you only have so much time in the day and starting a business takes most of it. So I think putting in the hours is hard, but definitely rewarding. And I will say to anyone who's listening, it's much more rewarding and you will be so happy you did it versus all the fun nights out partying with your friends that are not amounting to anything. So in the end, it's a choice that is good to make. I just want to pick up on something you said. You have literally lost friendships because you're working too much. 
Oh, yeah. I lost a really good friend of mine. She's not the only one, but people don't really understand when you're 22 years old trying to start a company. I mean, that's really difficult because you don't have all of the tools, all the life experience. So that means you need to work even harder to learn them. And I had a lot of friends that, you know, I missed a lot of birthday parties and nights out and fun trips and things like that. But at the end of the day, I have Bia to show for it years later. And I'm not trying to hate on anyone, but they don't. So it's worth it to me to make the investment in yourself and your business if you're passionate about it versus going out and staying out late and having fun. These are just things you have to do. This is the motto I live by. You can have everything in life, but you can't have it all at the same time. You can't have really fun nights out and start a business. You can't have a serious relationship when you're trying to start a business. All of these things you can have in life, but you just can't have them all at once because all of those things take time and you need to prioritize your time. I will just make this final comment. That person or people who didn't want to stick with you because of Bia are not really the kind of friends that you would want to be having anyway. So um, absolutely. I think we're all just, when you're 22, you're not really thinking long-term, which is a mistake. You're thinking for the moment or I want to have fun. Where should I live to have the most fun? But honestly, it goes by so fast. What you should be thinking is what do I do today that gets me to where I want to be tonight? Yeah. You shouldn't be thinking, oh, next year I'll do that. Or in a month, I'll figure it out. It's like, you should start figuring it out because when you leave college, it's go time and you have to start taking all the tools and things you learned and applying them to real life. Definitely. What movies or TV shows or fiction books do you think accurately depict this profession? Oh, I really don't think any. I haven't seen a show that does it. As far as a book, I'm a big fan of Sophia Amoruso. I loved her book, Girl Boss. But again, I don't really know if there's books that I love and I think have helped a lot. The Lean Startup is a great one. Mm. And I would say that's probably the number one book. Okay. Uh, if maybe the only I would recommend as far as entrepreneurship. All right. Final espresso shot. What would our Java junkies be surprised to learn about the field of startup entrepreneurship? Oh, that's a good question. I think that the number one thing that surprises most people that I work with is they don't fully understand how much you have to do to really get into it. Because just because you're not doing the coding, for example, that doesn't mean you're not designing the framework. I designed every piece of BIA and I didn't know how to do that, but I had to learn. And it took like, I think, eight months for me to finally learn how to do because it's so, I mean, every little thing on the screen I designed. And that doesn't mean just, oh, let me draw a picture and hand it to an engineer. He's going to make it. It's this button is this many centimeters long and it's going to be a push button. And you have to say all of these things when you're designing framework or else they don't know what to do. So I think that. I think it surprises people how much really goes into it. Ladan, thank you so much for making time for coffee with me and the Java Junkie community today. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. 
Thanks so much.